Hello and welcome to the only podcast that's all about Fort Meade, our community, and life in the military. I'm your host, Joe Nieves. And I'm your co-host, Sherry Kuiper, and you're listening to Fort Meade Declassified. Hey Jasmine, how's it going? Hi Joe, pretty good, how are you? Pretty good. We've, we've, we've been on a break. A um, pretty long break, about two weeks almost. Two weeks, yeah, two weeks. Mm-hmm. Which for everybody else is just one episode's missing, but for us, I've been off training for two weeks. and mm-hmm. I've been on leave for 11 days. It's yeah. been really nice. It, I, I imagine <laughs> so, yeah. I forgot how to, like, what to expect when I came in this morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things where I don't remember what I did for a living. It's been It's been a week. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, that's great, too, because that's, that's an important reminder to everyone to take your time when you need it. Mm, it was much, much needed. Yeah. It was like a nice reset. Yeah. Yeah, we mm. all need that. It keeps us healthy. Mm. Reminds us what we're doing it all for. Refreshes you know? your brain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then you come back and you're like, I what do know. I do? <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> yeah, but I was at training, so I've been learning new things and getting better at what we do. So that was pretty cool. So over at our friends at the Defense Information School or mm-hmm. DINFOS. A lovely place. Excellent, excellent place. Really the food's good fantastic. Food. Yeah, the I was food's say fantastic. That. The training was, was great. Uh, so that was nice to do. And it was, it was great to learn some new things and hopefully bring that to the team and to the mm-hmm. table. So, so... Sorry. <laughs> uh, Chad Chad was standing in the room and just completely threw our... It's all... We can't help it now. Um, no, so it's great to be back. Great to have you back, too. Thank you. And uh, so what's been going on? Uh, I got to see my mom for that's, a whole week, which is really cool. That's always She great. came from San Antonio. We hung out, went to the Orioles-Red Sox game. I nice. saw a coach get thrown out of the, out of the stadium. It's that's really, fantastic high action stuff yeah you don't i mean i i have this weird uh misconception about like baseball that it's a kind of a boring sport mm-hmm. but that's just me uh, that was and, very entertaining <laughs> and that's not to downplay our friends at the orioles they're amazing people they come and they do stuff with us on the installation all the time and they invite people and, and service members over to their games so we love them i'm just not a baseball person mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, I always go for just like the the sausage and the peppers. Oh yeah, mm. yeah, it's really it's good. Good. It's good eats. <laughs> good eats. Um, so we have some very important stuff coming up. Um, most importantly, we have the housing town hall coming on September eighth. Yes, that's a huge deal. We always get a lot of participation from the community online, but this is also an in person event. So if you have access in the installation, it's you know it's for our housing members on on the base. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be at Smallwood, right? Yes, it's going to be at Smallwood mm-hmm. Hall on September eighth at six thirty. And so you're going to be able to find us on on Facebook. We're going to be live on Facebook. So you can tune in that way. But you can also come and attend in person. Please do. Uh, Your feedback is is wanted. It's needed. And it helps us do a better job. Mm -hmm. So so come on down. Swing by or tune in. Tune in digitally. That's, you know, where a lot of us get our information from Mm -hmm. anyways. So So actually, when this episode will air, school has just started back. Yes. School has just started. Where I live, school's already been started mm-hmm. so that's been fun uh school start but school starts here here, here. yesterday when this airs mm-hmm. yesterday <laughs> it's, confusing. <laughs> it's a little bit confusing we're we're we're, we're in the future right now <laughs> no but it's just great there's been a lot going on over the summer we're going to talk with francisco jameson uh director of cys child and youth services here on the installation most of y'all know him already he he's 
he's out there. He's he's answering questions. He's meeting people. He's there when you need him, and they're always answering their phones. And he's we're going to share all of their phone numbers on our show notes, so you'll be able to to see that and contact them when you need them. Mm-hmm. But our schools they do an amazing job, and we're grateful to have him on the show. So, Francisco, thanks for joining us today. Always my pleasure, Joe. Excellent. Excellent. So um, for our new family members and our new parents in the area, just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do here at the Garrison. Sure. Uh, So I oversee Child and Youth Services, which is part of MWR, and we're the largest part of MWR here on the Garrison. So I oversee all the child care, youth, and recreation programs for the community, from infants all the way to high schoolers. So that's your your child development centers, your school-age centers. Teen centers, youth sports, Skies Unlimited, family child care. Basically, if it has to do with children, including the liaison to our public schools, then Child and Youth Services is your one-stop shop. Excellent. So, Fran, as we get into the new school year, what are some of the requirements that parents and students can look forward to going back into this current year? Well, it's it's been a interesting couple years, Joe and Jasmine, as you can imagine, with the pandemic. And we're, we're very happy for the school uh, session to be back in. We have a lot of activities and child and youth services that we're going to be offering in the community. And I'm always thankful for you guys giving me the opportunity to share that information with the community. Um, I guess I could start off by saying that the school, the public school schedule has changed for those parents who aren't tracking or who may be new. Our high schoolers will be going to school later than they've ever done before based on some recent studies that have been shown shown that their uh, ability to have more sleep leads to them having better testing scores. So with that being said, our teen center will be operating at different hours and that starts on the 29th and they'll be open from three to seven daily. And our teen center is on, on post uh, as state-of-the-art STEM equipment, homework assistance, special events, as well as plenty of recreation and video games. And that's for our middle and high school students. They share a building. And for people who are interested in in that program, um, they can see all of our information on our website or by Googling us at MeadCYS. For our school-age families, this is for kindergarten through fifth grade, we offer two programs, one at School Age Center 1 and one at School Age Center 2 for before and after school programming which may be more needed this year than ever before because, again, those high schoolers who normally may have taken care of their brothers and sisters in the past will be getting home later than them. So we do offer affordable before and after school programming at both SAC 1 and SAC 2. Uh, We're nationally accredited, and kids have a chance to participate in all of our fun and enriching activities. We also offer homework help and, and computer time there as well as breakfasts, snacks, and lunches as applicable. Excellent. So. When this airs, school is already going to be started. I think we start to the day of, of the recording of this uh, episode. So what what all has CYS and you and your team done to gear up and prep for the school year? Well, Joe, a lot of work goes into child care and recreation for kids in the community. It starts with going through a fantastic summer. So I want to take the opportunity to thank not only the community, but my team for an awesome summer camp. They did so many things the last 10 weeks with the kids at both School Aid Center 1, 2, and uh, middle school teen. Lots of behind the scenes work goes on there. During the summer, 
We work very closely with the school system. Sarah Bonice is our school liaison officer, and she worked very hard with the school and our public, excuse me, our, our DES to work out some new uh, arrangements for our walking gate at Mead High School. I know a lot of our students will be participating in youth sports or excuse me, high school sports at that time. And some of them get out of school in the middle of the day. So I do want to make sure everyone is tracking that the normal Mead High School walking gate hours have been announced. And those are as follows. Every day that the school is open, uh, the hours will be, will be 8 o'clock to 8.45. And then at midday, the gate will be open again from 12.05 until 1.30. And then in the evening or the afternoon, the gate will be open from 3.20 to 4.30. So there's three times that the gate's open and parents, uh, that's posted on not only our website, our social media, but the, but the Garrison's PAO, of course, has that same information as well. For more information, you can call our school liaison officer at 301-677-1227. So those three hours or you know, three sessions throughout a day, very important um, that parents remember that they are responsible for their children, uh, their teams included, anytime the school might be closed and activities are still occurring. So if your child plays a sport or has some activity at the school grounds when the school is not open, the gates will not be open during those times and parents will be responsible for the transportation of their kids then. The other thing, Joe, that we did over the summer that was really important is we made sure that we procured a contracted bus for transportation to and from the schools from our programs. Last year, as you can remember, we had a major bus driver shortage in the state of Maryland. As a matter of fact, we still do. But CYS, I'm proud, proud to announce that we did get another bus company to contract with us. And so one of the things that our parents will not have to worry about this year is their kids getting to and from our programs to school. However, with that being said, it's it's been very challenging and it comes with a cost. And so uh, we are going to have a cost now associated with this service. When parents do before and after school programming with us, the, the fee for that does not include transportation. So that offset cost will be $45 per month. Uh, that's in compliance with Army operational guidance. And we'll start charging that fee on the 15th of September, $22.50 on the 1st and 15th of every month. Excellent. Honestly, I don't think we could ask for a better team between you and all the people who work for the CYSs and CDCs and you and Sarah. And it's it's great to hear all of the great things you guys have been doing over the summer. So so we know what you've done you know, over the summer and all the prep you've done. What do you have coming up? Any, any upcoming events? Anything coming soon? Well, yes, we do. So... We do want to announce that we are restarting our part day preschool program, which is an excellent program for children ages three to five. It allows them to start acclimating to a school setting. You know, it provides them an opportunity for socialization, outdoor play, activities and snacks. Uh, the program will be held uh, starting October 3rd from 930 to 1230 Monday through Friday at our School Aid Center One building. Uh, so it's at a school-age building, but it's being held and hosted by our child development centers. And that program will follow the AACPS schedule, meaning when there's no school, Park Day Preschool will be canceled because obviously we use the same space that our kids use for school-age programs. But that's that's an excellent program. It allows moms and dads to get those young three to five-year-olds acclimated to what school will be like in the coming years. Anyone interested in that? That program can register through our parent central services, and that's a 
opportunity for me to make sure everyone's tracking that our parent central office has moved. We moved to building 4550, which is the same building that MWR headquarters is, and the ID card shop. So it's kind of a one-stop shop for someone new to the garrison. You can get your ID card and uh, your, your kid registered for, for child and youth. So uh, for parents who are new to the garrison, 4550 is right behind post headquarters. Joe and Jasmine, the other thing is we are always looking for more youth volunteer coaches and athletes as our fall sports will be underway starting in the first week in September. We're going to offer cheerleading, flag football, soccer, tennis, and a special ready, set, run program, which is a, which is a running program. If you're interested in those programs, you can reach out to the sports office at 301-677-5502. And Joe, I always like to bring you one thing that's new and no one else has heard yet. So I'm going to do that right now. This coming fall, we're going to bring back another program that hasn't happened in two years because of the pandemic. But later this fall, we're going to offer both a parent's night out and a parent's day out. And what that basically is, is it allows parents to register for a program in CYS where you can drop your kids off for a few evening hours. It's going to be on a Friday night. And that way, maybe you can get a date night in, go see a movie. And then during the holiday time, we're going to do a parent's day out. And that'll be between uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas so that folks can get some of their holiday shopping done. That'll be on a Saturday. And it'll allow you to get some, again, shopping done, some gift wrapping done. Uh, so stay tuned to our Facebook page, which I know, Joe, you and the team at PAO will share with the community when we post. But th that's something that's very exciting because I know parents have uh, a need for for babysitting and some someone to watch their kids sometimes. and. CYS would love to help with that. That's excellent. Yeah, we could always use a little bit more time, right? Like just, always. just even if it's for an evening or for a few hours, it's that's fantastic. And I appreciate you giving us uh, all that information for people to reach out and everything. We're gonna try to include that in our show notes when the when the episode goes live. But Fran, it's excellent to have you on the show. We love having you on the show. You're basically one of the team. Well, you are part of the team, but I mean, as far as the public affairs team. You're basically, you're basically one of us. It's fantastic to have you on the show. Uh, well, I, I, always, I always appreciate the time. And one last plug, Joe. Um, I know Sarah Bonice uh, recently hosted a town hall for the community. And one of the things that she mentioned there, I just want to reiterate, the school system is in major need of support. So if you're out there listening to this and you have the either the capability or the ability or the time they have several vacancies that they could use your help with, whether it be a crossing guard, whether it be a cafeteria uh, worker, a custodial worker, or, or even if you have, by some grace of God, teaching expertise or certifications, please make sure you look at the aacps.org website. They could definitely use your help. And uh, what better way to provide for the community than to give back to kids by helping them through their education? Excellent. So real fast. Sure. The, so can you tell us a little bit about some of the COVID protocols that's going on on the installation and how they might differ from what the CDC is promoing? Yeah, so that's 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 been something that's been a lot of conversation. So again, I, I want to focus on folks that might be new to the community because a lot of the folks who've been here are kind of used to the bandwidth. The, the garrison, because of the responsibility that we have to children especially, we, we understand the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention does provide guidance. I need parents and the community to understand that once that guidance is announced, it does take some vetting. We do follow Department of Defense protocols. Ultimately, the garrison commander Colonel Michael Sapp makes the decisions on how to implement protocols for child and youth services. So, for example, 
currently, all of the protocols that we follow uh, will stay in place in terms of our child development centers and our school age programs through uh, the middle of September, where we will monitor our uh, community transmission rates. Obviously, with school starting, that's a major change in the community's normal daily operating schedule. And when the kids go back to school, they'll be closer together than they normally would be during the summer. So we want to see how that all shakes out. And so the commander wants to stay the course, take a look at the data in a couple of weeks. And if you heard him on his town hall, then you're tracking already that we're looking around the 1 October timeframe, which is a Saturday. So that that weekend, he'll make a call if, if we're going to make any changes to current protocols. So that involves when your child is exposed to COVID or if your child or staff member that works for me is uh, positive and how we operate that. So all of my patrons have that information once they're registered. And um, anyone who has a question about that uh, can reach out to our main office or to our CYS nurse. Excellent. And what's the number to that office again? Our nurse's office well, the easiest number I can give out is 301-677-4808. That's our CYS main office, and they can route you to whoever you're looking for. Excellent. Thanks. All right, friend. Well, thanks for being with us today. It's much appreciated. Um, if there's anything down the road, people can reach out to the number that you shared. So we do appreciate that. Uh, anything you'd like to close up with? I always want to give a shout out and a plug to our family child care providers. So for those of our, uh, our community members that want to have an in-home care type of setting for their child, which tends to be a more um, a smaller, more home-like field in our centers, you know, one to five ratios, then our family child care program has vacancies. And you can call our main office again and speak to Jessica Bull, our FCC director, and she can get you all set up. Excellent. Thanks for being with us here, Fred. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as iTunes. We're also on divotub.net. If you search for it, need to classify.